Darling Heart and welcome to the Drink Less, Live Better podcast. This is the podcast that helps you to see that drinking less doesn't need to be lonely, stressful or boring. I'm your host, Sarah Williamson, and I decided to have a year alcohol-free as a little life experiment and haven't looked back. With my experience and training, I now help other people with their alcohol-free or drink-less adventures. You can find out more and sign up to my five-day drink-less challenge at drinklesslivebetter.com. I'm here to tell you that you can relax, connect and have fun without alcohol in your life. Join me here each week to find out how. It's a popular piece of advice at the moment. Sit with your feelings. It's short, punchy and looks great on a social media post. But what does it actually mean. When I was feeling stuck, hopeless and demotivated, that piece of advice didn't help me at all. I know what sitting looks like and I know what being sad feels like, but what was I supposed to do with that knowledge? Looking back on that time in my life, I really needed some support to help me identify my feelings. My emotions were scattered and fast-moving, Pinning them down was a confusing task that changed moment by moment. If someone had been able to give me a resource to help me, I might have been able to get closer to naming the emotion that I was feeling and therefore understanding myself a bit better. In my early sobriety, I spent a lot of time feeling upset. I used the descriptive word angry because I really wasn't quite sure what it was that I was feeling. Looking back, I think that the emotion I was really experiencing was one of frustration, but I just hadn't been able to find the word frustration in my mind at the time. I believe sit with your feelings is another way of saying, start to process your emotions. If I'd have known that sooner, I might have been able to identify some of the tools that could have helped me. I now like to consider the idea of processing emotions as a holistic one. I break them down into mind, body and soul and I use different tools at different times with different feelings. For my mind, writing. Writing about feelings and emotions, either in a journal or a notebook, sometimes even a scrap of paper, anything to allow that mind-hand connection to happen. Allowing those feelings out onto a piece of paper is often a really good starting point for sorting out what is going on inside your head. Doodling. I love to doodle. I like sketching around the side of a page. I can escape into a doodle. In moving my pen or pencil around a page without judgement, there often comes freedom. Talking therapies. Choose a therapy that suits you best. Whatever you've tried before that's worked or try something new. For my mind, physical sensations. Have you ever stopped and thought about where in your body you feel particular emotions? I know that for me, angry is a feeling that I feel most in my chest. It's a contracted feeling. My shoulders round, my head comes down and my body feels stiff. I notice where the feeling in my body is. I ask myself what I might be able to do to release it. Move gently or rapidly. Stretch, perhaps. What about crying or laughing? If you can do these things spontaneously related to the feeling, then fabulous. 
But if you need to watch a really sad movie, or perhaps a really happy movie, then go ahead and do that. Are there any therapies that you know and trust? I love a massage, Reiki, or reflexology. What else might support your body? For my soul, stillness, meditate, pray, reflect. Do you like to listen to music? Have you ever tried breath work? Would any of these feel good to you? If they do, then start to use them and carry on using them if they feel fabulous. And if they don't, just put them down gently to one side. After trying some of these mind, body or soul ideas, how do you feel? Do you feel emotionally lighter, mentally clearer? Perhaps you feel more relaxed or something else entirely. And don't forget that any emotional discomfort you had before might take a while to process. It might not be a quick fix, but it is really worth exploring. I know that I spent many years escaping, denying, pushing down, tolerating or trying to control the feelings and emotions that were uncomfortable for me. Coming to a place where I was able to process my emotions took practice, time and energy. I'm always a work in progress and so are you. Check out the show notes on this podcast or any other episode. You'll find details about the Drink Less, Live Better Retreat 2023. You'll see the link to a hidden podcast episode to help you with your 5pm cravings and you'll be able to read about my one-to-one coaching programme. I'd love it if you could follow and download the podcast and if you feel inclined, please leave a review. That would be lovely. Thank you for listening in today. Do come back again next week and... P.S. I believe in you.